You're listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals. Hello, everyone. This is Liz Harvey coming to you from our studios in New York City, where we are dedicated to bringing you top-quality advice from many of the leading expert professionals across the U.S. In today's episode, we're speaking with chiropractor Dr. Luke Stringer. Dr. Stringer speaks regularly to local schools, businesses, and organizations on health, wellness, and safety topics. He enjoys educating others on how to manage stress, how to prevent injuries in the workplace and at home, and how to maintain peak performance in all facets of life. Dr. Stringer is from Manchester, England, where he studied sports science. Before graduating from Palmer College of Chiropractic in Davenport, Iowa, he played professional rugby for nine years. Dr. Stringer is considered one of the top chiropractors in Chicago and is a contributing member of our national network of industry professionals. Today we're going to talk about a very important topic, children and the importance of sound ergonomics. Hi, Dr. Stringer. How are you today? I'm well, Liz. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for joining me. So what is ergonomics and why should parents be aware of proper ergonomics for their children? Yeah, it's a really important topic that um, we're consistently discussing with our parents here in the office. Ergonomics is essentially just how you're sitting or standing um, at your workstation. You know, so if it's you know if you're a corporate athlete and you're an adult, it's sitting at your desk, you know, in your cubicle. Um, if you sit for a living, and then obviously if you're you know younger and you're in college or school, it's how you're essentially sitting and studying, learning at a desk. Um, ergonomics is massively important um, from when you're a kid all the way into you're an adult. Um, massive amounts of research from different facets of uh, the healthcare industry, just essentially emphasizing how critically important ergonomics is for a healthy spine. And obviously, if you've got a healthy spine, you're going to function well. If you don't have a healthy spine, you know you're going to be running into issues. Um, kids, it's really important to get them off uh, to a good start, right? Because Kids are super adaptable, so if they adapt to poor posture and then as they go through adolescence and, you know, start growing around a poor posture, that's going to be a lot more difficult to fix than, you know, someone who's in good posture and building essentially, you know, a good frame around um, good posture. Um, and there's loads of good research out that's coming out right at the forefront of research of essentially how poor ergonomics can create poor posture in kids and how poor posture can, can create obviously pain but also you know all those things that are on the, uh, on the, on the spectrum you know sensory disorders essentially ADD, ADHD um, you know things of that nature it's all coming back to essentially um, kids that just aren't sitting correctly while learning or on the, you know the tablets or the phone We'll get into this in some more detail here, but um, you know, it's just pulling the necks out of alignment. That's putting stress and tension on the upper cervical spine, and that's just creating like this just myriad of sensory dis issues. So, how your kid is sitting and learning, or relaxing and playing on the computer or tablet, is critically important, and something that every parent should um, take a big interest in if they're going to be, you know, raising healthy, um, healthy kids. And. Can you give us some examples of sound ergonomics for babies and toddlers when it comes to their toys, play tables, bouncy seats, or other gear? Absolutely, yes. So obviously, as a baby, um, we want to be doing lots of tummy time, right? As soon as we can, more the better, because obviously when 
babies are laying on the tummy, then all the muscles in the back of their body, in their posterior, it means the back of the body, are going to be engaged and switched on. And specifically, when they're trying to raise their head up, they're using those neck muscles, and that helps form the cervical curve, so their neck curve. Obviously, the curve in your neck is really important. We call it the curve of life, right? It dictates the load that you're putting into the joints and onto the nerves. So if you have a baby, obviously a good pediatrician should be telling you this, make sure they're spending plenty of time on their front because um, that's really going to set the foundation for them to you know, build a healthy spine. And then be, keep an eye out for babies that go from you know, tummy time to walking and they skip the kind of crawl phase. That crawl phase is critically important to develop the neural pathway called the cross-crawl uh, cross pattern. So it develops both sides of the brain while they're working together. So, you know, if, you, if your baby isn't interested in crawling and you kind of go from just being on the front to walking, you definitely want to make sure you're challenging them, challenging them to do some crawling because, again, it's a critically important reflex that a baby needs to develop. And then, obviously, as a toddler, um, you know, toddlers are tough, right? I've got a little two-year-old at home, and um, he is something. But, um, you know, if you allow your toddler to have a tablet or a phone, um, you know, that that's your thing. But make sure that if they're watching TV or they're on the tablet, that, you know, you have four fingers, their four fingers, between the chin and the chest. Because if they've got their chin on the chest, then they're just looking at an iPad or a mm -hmm. phone. You know, that's going to, the gravity, the weight of the head plus gravity is going to pull that neck curve out of alignment. And again, we'll get into this, but there's loads of really cool research coming out that just that forward head carriage that we see has massive effect, detrimental effect on all those sensory um, neuromotor controls of the body. So, yeah, um, building a, you know, good ergonomics from, you know, cradle all the way through to, you know, an adult is critically important for how we develop as people. And for children sitting at a school desk or in front of a computer, what is the best ergonomic setup that will allow them to concentrate and be comfortable? Yeah, I think this is really important, right? Um, you know, kids are expected to sit in these tiny seats and tiny chairs uh, in the classroom, which may look cute, but, you know, ergonomically they're not set up very well. So first and foremost, motion's lotion, right? We shouldn't just sit for six, eight hours a day, regardless if you five years old in kindergarten or you're 50 years old and you're working, you know, downtown New York, um, you've got to mix it up. So we've got to be sitting and standing. So, you know, good rule of thumb is sit for 20 to 30 minutes and then stand for 30 to 40 minutes and you're just going up, down, up, down. Now, obviously, you know, if that's not available for kids at school to stand up desk, make sure they've got one at home. So when they're studying and doing their homework, they get a chance to um, stand too. And then ergonomic uh, ergonomics of their workstation at school at home is really important. Um, you know, how they're sitting in the chair um, and, and how they're learning. <laughs> it's obviously tough to explain this um, on a podcast. We should start to do some video podcasts. But, um, yeah, imagine, obviously, when you're sitting, you've got to have a good chair to support the low back <laughs> and the spine. And then, again, just a good rule of thumb, if you're in class or you're studying for school, regardless if it's middle school or high school or college, you want to make sure your chin is four fingers off of your chest because that creates enough gap between, obviously, um, you, essentially that keeps your head out of flexion, which is looking forwards, and that's going to help preserve that neck curve. You know, if, you're, if you've got your chin on your chest or you're just consistently looking down, 
obviously the further forward your head goes, the more weight transfer forward, you add gravity to that equation and that's how we start, all these net curves start getting pulled out of alignment and um, I think there's no coincidence with the amount of kids that are suffering with learning deficiencies and, you know, the amount of kind of screen time we've got going on right now. So, yeah, if you've got a kid at home, sit, stand, desk and um, make sure, you know, if they're watching TV or on a computer or on a tablet, it's right in front of their eye level, not up, not down. Um, and the four fingers from the chin to the chest, then you should be in pretty good shape. And that leads right to my next question, which is children are hunched over mobile handheld devices for hours at a time. Why is it so important for them to learn sound economics when using these devices? Yeah, exactly. Really important, right, for essentially that. There was a really cool study just done by um, a really cool chiropractor, well-known chiropractor, he's more of a researcher now, called Deed Harrison. He essentially runs a, a technique called chiropractic biophysics, is um, essentially how we practice here, and he's a genius, but he's done this really cool study that essentially um, evaluated the curve in your neck and your performance in a kind of sensory neuromotor environment. So essentially, <clears throat> went through all these really cool high-tech tests that they're doing with like elite, elite-level kind of athletes, fighter pilots, and it's all about reaction time and how quickly you can process information and how well you can balance. Some really cool software um, and some high-end testing that went into it. And he published a study, um, and it's really, really cool. It basically states that the further forward your head is, the lack of curve you have in your neck, the more stress and tension it puts on the uh, nerves in the upper part of your neck, the more neurological activity here than anywhere else in your spine. So if that area is under stress, then obviously you're not going to function on that sensory neuromotor um, test as well as someone who's got a good curve. And it's really interesting to see these kids and adults that just have <clears throat> these really poor neck curves and really far forward, um, hunched over kind of postures, they just were really poor at these tests compared to kids who weren't. So first and foremost, I'm not going to tell you how to be a parent, but you should first, you know, obviously limit time on devices, right? Because there's other stuff that goes into it. Um, you know, sensory neuro stuff, the blue light, et cetera, and how it affects physiology. Um, and then obviously ergonomics is critically important for, um, you know, keeping your spine in alignment and having good posture. So again, back to my point, just looking straight ahead, not down. And if you are looking down, it's four fingers off your chest. Shoulders are nice and back and relaxed and you're just kind of uh, feeling those shoulder blades pinch behind you. And then obviously, just like sitting too much, you don't want to be spending too much time at a workstation because it's obviously going to be detrimental for, you know, just general function. Mm -hmm. And lastly, in what other aspects of children's daily routines should sound ergonomics be considered? Yeah, all times, right? I think one that's kind of missed which is critically important, is how kids wear their backpacks at school, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. again, there's some really really good research into uh, how much that backpack should weigh in relation to their body weight. So on 25, 30% of their body weight, your backpack should be absolutely no more than that. So, you know, if your kid's 100 pounds, you want to limit that backpack to, you know, 15 to 20 pounds. Also, you want to make sure, um, you know, if they're wearing a backpack, they've got two straps, not one strap on. Make sure those straps are pulled nice and tight so the bag's snug to the spine. And then um, we actually have a patient here um, who owns a company called Bixby Kids, and he specifically focuses on ergonomic products for kids. And, um, yeah, we bought a backpack for my little boy, um, and his backpacks are square, like uh, 
oh, pardon me, like a rectangle. So it's like a backpack, but flipped on its side. Hmm. So it creates more of a service area in the bag. And he's got two straps. He's got a strap that comes around. So I think backpacks and how they're worn can have a huge effect on how kids, um, you know, ergonomically develop. So, yeah, looking into your kid backpack, what it is, how heavy it is, how they wear, it's really important. Something that can go a long way in, you know, make sure your kid's nice and healthy. All right. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Stringer. We know you're busy, so I'd like to say thank you for your time and your help today. Appreciate you having me on, Liz. Thank you. And for our listeners across the country, if you are interested in speaking with the doctor, please visit www.southloopchiropractor.com or call 312-987-4878 to schedule an appointment. And on behalf of our team, we want to thank you for listening, and we look forward to bringing you more top-quality content from our country's leading experts. You've been listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals.